0: Welcome to the Essential Stepmom Podcast, your source of unconventional advice and support for the womanly art of raising someone else's kids. I'm Tracy, and I'm doing my best to pop in here during the time I said I would be on hiatus because I'm rolling out the Undeletable Dad podcast too. Anyway, there are over 100 episodes here to keep you busy if I can't get a new one in every week. Dig around. There's lots of good stuff here. I called this episode the Magical Apology, and that's because there's a big difference between a magical apology and any other kind. You might call it you might call it a real apology, but there's definitely a useless kind. You know what I'm talking about, right? Because for sure, you've been on the receiving end of both kinds. There's the one that literally heals your wound as if by magic. the one that makes you want to say, seriously, you actually have no idea, do you? That's the one that just kind of digs a bigger hole. It makes you realize that the other person doesn't understand at all the impact that their actions had on you. They're kind of making it up. So what I have to say on this topic definitely applies to how we speak to each other in our marriage or our romantic partnership, but I want to talk specifically about apologizing to your child or even to your stepchild. Like, should you ever do that? It feels a little weird. Aren't you putting yourself in an upside down dynamic where they have some kind of power over you? I talked about that in the episode of the Undeletable Dad podcast about rolling your kayak, right? Like the kid is on top and you're upside down under the water. Doesn't it feel like apologizing would be doing that to yourself? If you kind of lower yourself and admit that you did or said something wrong in front of a child? When is it the right move to apologize to a child? And for what? In the context, in the specific context of repairing your relationship with a hostile or an alienated child, the purpose is to open a door. It's the key to a certain kind of lock. This child is very angry at you, but mostly for things that aren't your fault at all. This is what's referred to in parental alienation as the unforgivable act. It's very common. The child has been drilled to believe a memory. They think they have a memory of something you did, but it might be something that never even happened. So your job as a parent is to help your child cope with this suffering that you understand, but they don't. And the first thing that you have to do is show them that you see their suffering, that you understand it. So an apology is one way to open that door to break down the wall between you. And what you have to do is get very clear about anything that you can genuinely apologize for. You can apologize for not understanding how they feel. You can apologize for losing your patience. You can apologize for not being fully present when you really meant to be giving them your attention. And if you're a biological dad listening right now, you can apologize for your part in creating the terrible situation where your child finds themselves kind of stuck between their two parents. And you do have a part in that. Whatever you think about it right now, as I'm saying it, you might be thinking, no way, I'm just minding my own business and she's creating all this drama just to get at me. But I assure you that your energy is playing a part in this situation. It's fueling it in a way, maybe even since long before your divorce. And In a similar way, the energy of apology is what makes it magical. If it's not magical, it's not worth doing. And it's not worth doing because you think you need their approval to do something. It's not worth doing because you felt like you needed their permission at some point to do or say something or to feel something. It's not worth doing because you're afraid of their punishment or rejection or withdrawal. It's not worth apologizing if it's because you want them to be nice to you and it's definitely not worth apologizing apologizing because you want anything at all from them. Apology is medicine. It's an energy treatment and that makes it magic. If it were logic then the gesture alone would suffice but it doesn't. We saw that at the beginning, right? That if it doesn't have the right energy behind it it's meaningless. A magical apology will change the tone of the connection between you. And here's why. When you apologize, you're basically acknowledging that you've been out of integrity with yourself. And that's what flips the switch on your true power. Your child gets to see you standing in your integrity, speaking truth, no matter what the consequence is. And that's where your power comes from. It comes from your fearless loyalty to the truth. Now, it's important to be in the zone of the child's awareness, right? I'm not talking about true confessions here. You have to really connect with what the child is feeling and what they're thinking and what they can interpret and understand from what you're going to tell them. So, You can apologize for being late to pick them up, for instance, without giving all the details about where you were and what you were doing. You broke a promise and that hurt someone's feelings and that's not okay. And you'll try your very best to not let it happen again because it's important to you to not hurt your child's feelings. Presumably that's all true. And if it's not true, don't say it, but this is important You're not supposed to apologize for something that you didn't do. I mean, unless failing to act is the thing, actually, that you're apologizing for. But it's important to own what's yours without one ounce of shame. By the way, shame and guilt are very different things. And I owe my understanding of this to the author and researcher Brene Brown. She says that guilt is a feeling that drives you to make a change. It's kind of the, the result of data analysis. Like this didn't work out as I hoped, someone was harmed. Let me acknowledge my role in that and do something to repair the situation. It drives you to act in a certain in a certain direction, whereas shame is a deep shadow emotion and it lives in the consciousness channel of self-worth. Shame makes you feel fundamentally worthless and only conditionally lovable. Like you have to debase yourself in some way to be loved or accepted as part of the tribe or as part of the family. That's the voice of your prostitute shadow talking in quotation marks. That's the one who thinks that everything has a price. You have to buy love, and probably at the cost of your own desires and self esteem. Shame leads nowhere, and that's because it's a lie. The thought that you are somehow unlovable is a lie. The voice that's telling you that you've done something that can never be redeemed is lying to you, it's an illusion. It's just based on a fear that your actual value as a human being is determined by others outside yourself. Like, you think your value goes up or down based on how someone else perceives you at any given moment, like the price of gas. How could that possibly be true? So, the magical apology has to be pure, not based in shame but in a desire to speak the truth, with nothing in the game, but a desire to be in integrity. And here's the real magic. Doing that creates a magical shift in your own energy, because the shittier you feel about owning your lapse of integrity, the more power you get back by taking the action and speaking it out loud. The energy behind your communication is what backs up your words. I just read that, somebody else wrote it the other day, and I need to quote that here. The energy behind your communication is what backs up your words. Without it, the words mean nothing. You've had people apologize to you where you didn't think they mean it. It's not just the tone of voice, it's the tone of energy they embody. Like, I'm sorry I was three hours late, but I missed my bus, my car broke down, my meeting ran overtime, or I'm really sorry that I hit you, but you just make me so mad. I agree that I was wrong, but you were wrong too. No, that's not magical at all. Apologizing with the wrong energy is nothing but sophisticated emotional manipulation. And you should never do that. There has to be no but about it. No excuses. If there's one tiny part of you that believes that there's ever an excuse for being out of integrity with yourself, wait before apologizing until you've busted that shadow. You still think that someone or something outside yourself has the power to push you out of integrity with yourself. You think something or someone has power over you. That's another lie. That's the victim shadow talking. Like, I did this thing, but it's partly someone else's fault. I am mostly blameless. No. The power is in taking responsibility for every single emotion you have, for every fear you have, for every word and action you take, for every result you create. When you take that kind of epic responsibility, it unleashes a flood of personal power, because now you're in your warrior archetype. You've alchemized your victim shadow, and your warrior knows without any doubt that you are not dependent on anyone for your results, and you know what you stand for. So, how does it look in real life to apologize to a teenager? How do you even get started? And what what would make it magical? Well, you can always just go right into their room and say, there's something I've been meaning to get off my chest. Or you can take advantage of some time in the car together when you're driving them somewhere. You can write it in a letter. And you can say, you know, it's okay to be mad at me. You're allowed to be mad at me because that validates their feelings. It's not okay to add, because I deserve it, because now you're just back in punishment land. Am I making sense here? You are magic if you can handle your child's big emotions, no matter how big your child actually is, no matter how old they get. You are still energetically bigger. You're big enough to hold space for all their dark, scary feelings. And that is a big piece of what adolescence is about. So one very important element in delivering a magical apology is the timing. Because time is an element in the saboteur-magician channel of consciousness. The saboteur is the shadow voice that tells you it's not the right time now. You need more time. You need the right words you need a different environment. There's value, of course, in being precise, but the precision you want is your tone. It's your certainty that you are speaking truth. There's a certain precision in the timing too. So the ideal time for a magical apology is the instant you hear the message to do it. The instant that your intuition tells you that now is the time to get this off your chest, or that now is the moment that your child is open to receive this kind of intervention, that if you act now, you can break through a wall and heal a wound with this action. The magician archetype wants to be animated, to be put into action. And the longer you wait, the less magic will be in it the magic gets diluted over time when you hold back. So the magical apology is one that you deliver with humility, but without shame. As soon as you've busted, whatever shadow is making you feel like you'd rather hold back. By the way, do they have to accept your apology for it to work? No you're not responsible for how it's received. You might have to send the very same message multiple times, but the response is not really what you're after. You're after liberating your own power. And once you have that, you're playing a whole different ball game anyway. This is what I mean by striking the tone being so grounded in your integrity that nothing can shake you. And if you're dealing with teenagers, you need to get on this because they can smell it when you're faking. And you can't give them what they need when you're faking. If you're a dad or you know one who's struggling to get through to an older child who's being deliberately groomed to reject you, I have something special for you. I've just opened enrollment for Lion Tamer, brand new intensive group program that starts on April 6th. This program is your best bet for learning how to defeat the harmful narrative and draw your teenager back into their natural state of loving attachment and loyalty to you. If you see the value in doing this in a pure way, through animating your own courage and determination without resorting to manipulation or giving away your power to someone else to do it for you, then reserve your spot in the lion tamer group right away. It's good to be in a group, to do this work alongside other dads who are dealing with their own version of the same thing you're going through, so you can relate and even find answers in someone else's story. You wanna build a lifelong relationship with your kid who's just a teenager right now, and you've certainly heard that it's a long road and you have to be patient. This is true and It's also true that time is of the essence. It's true that acting now will free up the most power. And it's also true that you have to learn to see through the illusion of instant gratification and know for certain that your actions today are truly building your world of next year and the one after and the one after that. I don't have a fancy bit link for this program, so you can click on the link in the show notes to learn more about Lion Tamer, or you can email me at tracy at undeletabledad.com. If you want this, don't wait on it. We get going next week. Thanks for listening. See you next time.